sound like a Billy Goat. She actually. Cardi! <laughs> I love Cardi B. <laughs> Oh my God, Cardi B is a damn fool. Well, that was such an uneventful national anthem. Well, well, she may be a fool, but she didn't look the fool. Because <laughs> <laughs> Fergie looked the damn fool. She was a hot ass mess. Welcome to No Shit Sherlock, where it doesn't take a genius to have a clue, regardless of who you're talking to. We talk about everything from relationships to pop culture to social media to everything. Oh! <laughs> I am Viola Davis. Shut my mama shit! <laughs> I am Juanita Bottom. <laughs> 30 more seconds. Oh. 30 more seconds. And I'm Rance Allen. That's Lazy Boy right there. Don't oh, Rance Allen look like a Lazy Boy. You mad? Rance Allen, don't you look like a Lazy Boy? You can sit on him just like a Lazy Boy. Y'all mad I got the limp and lean? You look more like a damn king size bed now. Something straight out of Congo. California king. Damn gorilla. And who are I don't even know. I, I'm one of them damn Africans from Black Panther. I don't know Tantric. the damn name. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh-uh. Nope. He do look nope. like that. Nope. He look just like the boy from Get Out. Because they black as fuck. Because Get Out. <laughs> and his facial hair made him look blacker. Actually, he look like a cross between the dude from Get Out and uh, Offset. So they need to get on track. In tune. Well, I am Avalicious. <laughs> I am a doula. I'm Lance 2.0. And I'm Old Testament Petty, OTP. Welcome. So what did everybody do this weekend besides go see Black Panther? <laughs> that was the main thing. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I did a whole lot. I, mean, I was turning the Dak Shack yesterday. I mean, excuse me. Oh, yeah, on Sunday. And um, we uh, got an opportunity to go to the south, St. John's County. Yes. And um, Friday was a next. Okay. <laughs> Black Panther, that's it. <laughs> I attended the Black Panther party. Right. Um, With my dashiki. Did I do anything? Um, they were selling dashikis outside the movie theater last night. I just wanted to put that out there. That, uh, that's the best way to get your money. Um, <laughs> whatever. So before we get there, um, you know, we have a little. Um, oh, we did kind of go shopping. Yeah, we did. We did go shopping. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> we did go shopping. That's right. Um, Where's your voice, Adina? Some, you know, Where's some of us voice? were there in spirit. They did call us. Um, you know, Lance doesn't like to hang with us on the weekends because he's a teacher. So, you know, we kind of all joined. What do I teach? Mm-mm. Oh, Mm-mm. okay. Moving right along on to foreplay. Something to charge for. <laughs> so, you guys missed us last week. We did um, give y'all a topics party because everybody was all lovey dovey and, you know, um, getting rolled hard and put away wet last week on um, Valentine's Day. Le so, in lieu of Valentine's Day, since we missed it, um, Valentine's Day gifts. What is what was your what what has been your favorite Valentine's Day gift to date that you've gotten? My dog AJ, that was my favorite one. Oh, oh that's so sweet. <laughs> that is so sweet. Yes. <laughs> What's wrong with you? 
Um, he is a little bitch I, at times. He you. is. He is a little thank bitch you. at times. No, he's not. Oh, I actually received my bitch. first uh, <laughs> Valentine's Day gift this year, and it was um, from Cherry Berries. Sherry Berries, sorry. Um, the cup, chocolate covered strawberries and the chocolate covered cherries. It was really, really good. So that was my best because it was my first. Oh. Besides other stuff in the past. Oh. But I don't want to talk about my past because I don't stay there no more. Okay. Petty. I took a trip somewhere. And the good old gospel mm. shit. It must have been a good ass trip. You don't remember. <laughs> one of those. You was fucked up the whole entire time. It's been so many. Oh. Mm, damn. <laughs> Did you get that many gifts in one year? A trip down memory lane. Back down. Um, mm, I ain't mad. Somebody paid a very significant bill for me one time, and it was it's a couple of hundred dollars. I was old testament paid, and I got a whole lot of money. Yes, that was one of my favorite Valentine's Day gifts. What does your shirt say? My shirt says "Don't be a wiener" from Sausage Party. I love it. <laughs> um, and then what is the one? So, when you're interacting with people, what is one thing, or anybody in general, what is one thing that annoys you the most? And I can start. For me, it is reiterating something that they can either go find themselves or that they have already previously got the same information and they ask me as if I just have all of the knowledge. So, I eat like a birthday party. And it has, this is the birthday party, this is the date, this is the time, this is the tire. And then someone asks me, what time are we supposed to be there? Where is it going to be at? When is it? That annoys the shit out of me. People do that all the time. At work, not at work, family, friends, all of it. Uh, I want to say when you talk to somebody about something and they ask you a question, but they already have the answer in their mind already, what the hell you ask me for? <laughs> if you already have a, a perception, a perspective already in your head, mm-hmm. why the hell you asking me? I have a bad thing, and I said this a long time ago. I remember on Facebook, but I, when you ask somebody a question, it's just a you know it's just a simple answer, and they take it, they just go all around the world in eighty days. And I have a bad thing where I walk away from people while they still talking. Oh, that's so rude! <laughs> yeah, I asked yes. I asked that question on Facebook one day. I was like, "Is it rude that yes. I walk away from people while they still talking?" They was like, "That's rude I want as fuck." Walk away from <laughs> talking to you. I'm saying, "Come here, to me. What you gonna leave me like all my suckers in the mail? I probably have. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I really hate when people um, just take forever to get to the point. You be like, you know, like how you be at work, like, and you get ready to leave, and then you know you have somebody a question, and then they want to talk about everything that's going on, and I'm like, you gonna hold that to the (laughs) phone? Email me. Mm -hmm. Um, for me, there is a such thing as a dumbass question. I don't care what people tell you. There is. I Um, agree. Use common sense. Uh, use context clues. Um, don't ask me a question. I give you an answer, and then you want to debate me on the answer. That irks the shit out of me. Then why the fuck you ask me? <laughs> so, I, so it's not a part of me to the question, but I was doing some research and I was reading, and they they say the things that you hate the most or that annoy you the most, you do it yourself. You just don't realize it, or you might not do it to the magnitude that people annoy you. Just a little food with thought. What you trying to say? Because uh, they ask dumbass you question. dumb questions. Not <laughs> <laughs> uh, granted, I do ask you something that you probably have already sent me because I don't read. 
So what's <laughs> popping in these streets? Anybody who was anybody took like. their ass to see Black Panther this week. Well, I guess Woo! I went to Black because I didn't go. So, well, so throw tomatoes at me if you want well, to. Well, you still got a chance to be in the number. One more time. You say number. Number. You said number. Number. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Black Panther was this week. I've seen it three times. Damn. Um, I paid for it twice. And I saw it once on my fire stick. Well, I did try and watch it on my fire stick. Why? Um, why? Why? Well, okay, stop. It was actually on the fire stick Wednesday. But, okay, <laughs> but that's not the point. We are supposed to support. I, I paid for it twice. For. I don't care. You should pay for it. And three I'm going to pay okay, for well, it twice because I'm, I'm going to watch it in 3D because I do want to watch it. I'll tell you. So I saw it regular and I saw it in 3D. <laughs> so I hope your fire sticks just stop working and burn. Why? And your TV stop working too. Stick. So, yes, Black Panther was very, very excellent. I wish it was a little bit longer, but it, it was very good. Um, I thought the ball lady was Viola Davis. Shut oh, up. I really that did. Is so, that is. so, I went to see the movie with Mona Lisa, who was our guest star, and she said the same thing in the theater. She was like, she Viola Davis. Davis. <laughs> she she I mean, I really did. I was just like, damn. I was like, I didn't know she could like do action moves see, like that. See, this, this, like no, see. This is why Black Panther is so important because it gets to, you get to see other black actresses. Every black person that's dark skinned that may not be the prettiest thing is not always by all the fucking. Well, who people. said she wasn't the prettiest thing? Now, see, now Somebody you just else. took she it. She do look you like a sample. See, I thought she was very beautiful. She in the was movie. with what her hieroglyphics on her body. I thought they were all beautiful. I thought all the women. <laughs> well, no, no, I'm talking about Viola Davis. What movie? Oh, not Viola Davis. I'm not about to say. Oh my God. But it was really They say she's from The Walking Dead And they say you know In The Walking Dead yeah. She has a sword So she fights like that all the time So they, she was perfect She for was badass I've never it. seen The Walking Dead I have no desire to oh see it Oh my God Just um, look in the mirror <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God um, So yes Black Panther Her was name was Danae Guerrero Her yeah, Guerrero Oh wow, that's too close oh, to like Gorilla the, mm, oh, Maybe oh, something else <laughs> uh, But if you was anybody You went and saw it um, It was great It was just fucking good It was um, phenomenal I, I just, I'm sure they're going to get some, well, we would hope they would get some great awards um, for this. It was a lot of, mm-hmm. there was a lot of people in this movie. 216 million. I saw, I researched that today. So they did gross it. I think the budget it's for the movie. It's more than that now. Yeah, I'm sure it is. I think it's like 235, 235. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Last time I checked my sister, with my sister and my uh, cousin, uh, they, they confirmed it. Um, and also. Worldwide was 400. Four hundred and four million worldwide. Yeah, and the, and the movie was actually a two hundred million dollar budget, so that yeah. was good. So they actually. made their money back. Yeah, let me hold a um a couple of quarters. Yeah, it's now the fifth biggest opening um for any movie weekend. Mm. And people were mad because they missed the extra at the end. Any Marvel movie had something extra at the end, and then it also was an extra extra but, after the but, credits. Oh, see, I missed the extra extra after the credits. But the thing, so, but the thing, that was when Peter died. But she got burned up. Stab him in the fucking eye. Don't listen to that fool. Mother. I'm lying. 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 i am lying 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 i am no. Okay. okay. I don't like action movies, first of all. Okay. So, the only reason I went to go see Black Panther well, was because it was black. Who, 
I didn't know. Ooh, <laughs> Very good. good shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, and good also answer. the people that saw that went to go that was going to go see Black Panther because they really thought it was about civil rights and they really didn't know it was about an action figure. How the fuck? And it's by Marvel. That's what I said. I said, do you well, really think Marvel's gonna make a movie about civil rights? Well, I did well, read somebody who said if you really studied the history of the comic, it is based off of the Black Panther Party. But uh, no, that's yeah. inspiration. Yeah, inspiration. Yeah. But I mean, this movie, yeah. it's the same thing. Because no, like right. in the in the no, movie, no, 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 if you no, no, caught, no. they did, and when he was looking out the window, there was a po- uh, poster of Huey Newton in the background. So that they was did give you. Who saw that? Who saw that? Some people, people come. No, I mean, I saw that, it, but I didn't know who he that, was. Which was the same reason Huey. why in in the movie at the beginning when mm-hmm. it showed where they were, that's because that's where the Black Panther Party was created. Right. In that. Oakland, so right? that, that was Oakland. why in Oakland. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but I mean, yeah, there were people who came dressed like they were going to a movement. Well, I mean, you know, but, yeah. they were doing it for this coach. So, okay, they did it for the culture. <laughs> so, I'm I'm my dashiki. I'm so, so for you colors, <laughs> so for you colors, you black folks and you niggas. Um, why did y'all have a buffet? <laughs> yes, and it may have two plates. <laughs> They had a buffet. The movie theater, like it was. They was playing drums. Throwing rose petals. Lala like came in fucking, up, they uh, were on her um, on the men's shoulders. Yeah, that was cute. <laughs> My friend said she wanted me to take her out like that last night. She too big for that. No, she wasn't. Oh. <laughs> I can't. Um I, I, I'm I'm just like okay now y'all y'all just doing too much and I get I love black people I love it you know we'll get behind something blindly knowingly uninformed that don't help we'll yeah, anything but here's but here's the thing though because the conversation came up it's like okay for everybody to turn up for this fictitious character and and the droves and the numbers that they did why can't they do this for other movements. Personally, I think people are trying to make it too deep. They are. I mean, it's just like, for me, it was our version. I say our version as blacks, African-Americans, whatever you want to call it, people of color, melanin, whatever, to basically um, partake in cosplay. Yes. Because, you know, other races and stuff like that, they do it all the time for like the the Comic-Con and all the kind of stuff. Star Wars. Star Wars. It's the same concept, only we did it now to celebrate Black Panther. So some people came in full garb. Some people came in just all black. Some people came in... They came themselves. You know, (laughs) as themselves. So I mean, I I really have to agree with the people. I mean, I feel like if we would have got behind this election thing to get... uh, 45 out of the office. Although it would not have happened, I really, I really believe it would have made some type of impact. It's a possibility he would be in the White House. Well, right technically, now. because so that, that conversation came up with me today, and I had to kind of give my little two cents on that. Well, technically, <clears> with <throat> that, because you know there was Russian meddling in that election, so the election was rigged. We, we, and I mean, yeah. Although was. at the end of the day, I mean, Hillary Clinton still won the popular vote by three million votes, so black people did turn out. It was just. The electoral right college, but <laughs> right. but I don't think it has. Any, I, I want to stay clear of the whole presidential election because that's a whole that's separate a whole, right and, issue and situation by itself. Because there are a lot of moving parts in why the turnout was what it was. Because even with that being said, it was a split vote because some people felt like they didn't like either one of the top running candidates, so I it did. was a throwaway vote. <laughs> so I don't think it even had anything to do with that. But I mean, you know, with social injustice and things like that, you know, get behind that. But I get it. It was cosplay. It was funny. It was funny as shit. You know, the shit we do, 
when we all in for something, it's hilarious to me. And it was just so good to see a lot of the children really be excited to go and see it. They're like, oh my God, Black Panther, you know, oh, I'm going to be him, you know. And like when we were leaving the movies, we saw children like pointing at the posters like, yeah. oh, well, I'm her. And this and the boy was like, oh, well, I'm him. And this and this. And it was, they finally saw a superhero that they can look up to in the movies that look like them. Right, right. And one thing that I really, really enjoyed about the movie was is that it mixed the old and the new. So it, it, it stayed true to like the tribal roots and stuff of different cultures and different tribes in Africa. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it put a futuristic spin on the technology and the way they use things. So it was like a, a very good mesh of the old and the new. You wanna go? Oh, well, one thing I was just gonna say about that is just like um, it did. It made you wonder, like you know, if you know slavery or you know we were never taken from our native land, how advanced would the country of Africa be? Well, we don't have our brain. Yes, but you know, we don't have our brain. So, so who's to say <laughs> that they ain't advanced? You know, oh, you're right. It might be a nation over the high. I mean, I'm, you're right. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I just, just want to say like one of the things I thought was so beautiful about this weekend. <laughs> this light of mine. <laughs> what thought, one of the things I thought was so beautiful was just um, the unity. I mean, among black people. I mean, there was a lot of division also, you know, with the hotels, whatever. But um, well, I, like I said, I wore my dashiki to the movie, and I went to dinner first, and you made it was so many like black guys would just stop. Would they just stop me? They were just like. Man, you going to see Black Panther? You going? To, that's right, that's right, that's right. Even the waiter was just like, "Yo, man, why you got on there to chic?" Yes, I'm going to see Black Panther. He said, "I knew it." He said, "I went to see it yesterday," and it was just love that among everyone that this weekend. Because it's a weekend. common ground, and I think yeah. everybody was definitely excited <laughs> about it. Period. Yes. Yeah, and I think, uh-huh. and I think we decided to use the Almighty mm-hmm. Black Dollar for our benefit. For yes, right. you know. And it definitely had a black director as well, right? It was a black was director. Black, All the cinematography was black yes. as hell. And, and, it, it and parts of it, and Tyler Perry said parts of it was shot on his studio. Yes, so. it was. It was. And, yes. and that's fine. I know one thing. I don't want to see no motherfucking Medea go to Wakanda. That would be fucking that would be hilarious. hilarious. I want to see. I actually want to see. I don't want to see. I actually want to see. I think that would be hilarious. It will not. Medea is not that damn funny no more. Medea. Well, she but not. Movie, I think it was because funny. Boo was funny. I didn't think Boo was gonna be funny, but Boo was funny. Boo it was, was good. <laughs> I did fall asleep, but I do that in all movies, which is why I'm scared to go see Black Panther because it's two hours asleep. and it could have been longer. And I think I to like my point, but it could have been because they could have explored a little bit more. Explore yeah. to tell you the history of Wakanda. They was trying to spread. But they didn't. Oh, Oh, what? <laughs> <Yeah. Mr. laughs> Girl. But I didn't. I, I didn't realize how long the movie is was because it was good it was, from the beginning was, to the end. When from it, the beginning to the and end. When it was over, I was like, "That's it." And yeah. like, I yeah. really was expecting yeah. something else to happen. One yeah. thing I one thing I do want to talk about is the way that this movie represented black women Ooh, yes. as being strong. Fearless, strong, intelligent. They can still be the backbone. They can still be. I mean, they they were they really really represented the black woman and um the the general was the shiznit. She was. She was the biznaite. She was lord to to the throne. She said. She said, I don't care who up there. She said, I'm lord to the throne. She said, so y'all y'all get up out of here. Go ahead. I don't have to kill you as, as they say, okay, good. Now go on. Well, come on. No, I can't do that. Right. She was even finna stab her own love of her life in the face. She said, he you will kill me? She said, "With for Wakanda without question. 
He he knew what was up. That's why he put his weapon down. It, yeah, it, the movie but the way she started just... that damn car with that spill was everything. Uh, that okay, well, the whole time that we movie. gave y'all time to see it. God damn it! Oh, I'm so glad we you gave y'all that. motherfuckers you time to see. I told you motherfuckers that I was gonna give y'all until Sunday night to go see this movie. You had Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I to was go busy. See it. I'm not I talking about busy. you. So I if busy. I goddamn it want to talk about the movie on my Facebook, goddamn it, I'm gonna talk. Y'all do the same thing with Scandal, How to Get Away with Murder, anything else that come on TV, y'all. Tell it all. So, goddamn it, I'm gonna talk about it. And Lupita died. She burned to death. Damn. Yeah. That just <laughs> she just can't make people. Think on a it sad note, but let's talk about some lines in the movie. No, 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 no. We got let's to move on. Let's no, move we on. got to. We got to talk about some lines in the movie. Oh, I know so what you're we gonna got say. To. I know you're gonna say. It. I know you're gonna say it. Go ahead. The colonizers. Call, what? 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 Wasn't that the word? Who? Oh yeah, she called them colonizers. He was like, "What? Yeah, I know. I know what you are. Yeah, colonizer." What child was that? She called uh, the white guy. The white oh, guy. The, oh, yeah, the, oh, the CIA. Yeah, I knew it was gonna be some shit like, when that um, when they went in that she And I, I mean, when you heard when I saw, when I heard her say that, it was just like, see, what? so that was the part when she held that wig. That's what made me think because at first, that's what it was. At first, I didn't, I didn't think that when I saw her with the bar, I didn't think it that. Was but she when she held that, that wig, and I was just like, is that Viola Davis? That is not uh, Annalise Key. That's what she looked like with no. that wig on. <laughs> so you think all dark skin, full lips? No, women that's not true. Like like now, if no. he would, now if he would have said Lupita looked like Viola, then no, we would have said that. that but no, <laughs> no. So, but I mean, she did kind of. She does favor Viola. She I will does. say that she does. Okay, if y'all say so. she does. But when she said, uh, when Lupita said, uh, "I could be queen," I, because I'm stubborn, I could be queen if I wanted to. If she wanted to. She, she knew she wanted that dick. She, she, I don't know why she was tripping. Well, I mean, not, she had already had it because uh, that was that was his ex. Okay. But then, but then, Killmonger's line that 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 took the Saints out. Killmonger. That was Michael, Michael B. Jordan's character. Oh, I never knew his name. When when he said, "Hey, um, auntie," <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, auntie. Uh, when he said, "Just just throw me, just bury me in the ocean," like my ancestors did when they jumped off the boat because they knew that dying was better than living in bondage. <laughs> We definitely need Jesus in Florida because this young, deranged, psychotic white boy went and shot up a school. And didn't he make a video? Like before, he actually went and shot it up like six months prior and said he was going to shoot a school. I don't know about a video, but the signs were there, they said. And the FBI, someone had informed the FBI and they did nothing about it. And gun control still is just nothing. And also, the right before we started recording um, the Florida legislation, legislation, they just voted down a bill to ban assault rifles. So So they take all these killings. To do it, we had posts. We well, had elementary. Well, no, school, I'm saying that they voted down the bill to ban them, so that means that there will be no bill. There will be no ban on assault rifles. Yeah. They're not for it. Ain't going nowhere. Else. <laughs> yeah. Listen, when <laughs> they killed children, they don't care. Where the well, it's gonna take the right one to get to get the dad. Well, I don't know now because we've had presidents we've had assassinated and the shit still ain't. Well, banned. they ain't care about him. So uh, Kennedy. Somebody ain't care about him. I mean, the only people that cared about Kennedy was the, the African Americans. That is, uh, yeah. So I think you know I don't think it's anything that can be done because you're all. It's always going to be a struggle. It's you have be a the, struggle. 
And people are Good so rights owners. And people are so mm-hmm. holding on to the fact that, you know, founding fathers, this is what they stood for and everything. Okay, times change. The interpretation basically it's based on interpretation. Relationships are not like the old days. You know, I mean everybody ain't walking around with fucking muskets that take you five minutes to pump before you shoot. Yeah. There's no need for AR 15s though. There's not in the neighborhood. I mean, not not civilian. They should only be used in war. I mean, like I said, that's that's what I'm saying. I mean, I I could see you not trying to to ban them, but at least, you know, take them from certain people from purchasing. What the hell? A 17 year old need these type of guns for, or 16 year old need these type of guns. That's what they question where the hell he got it from. Because I know he didn't walk in no shop and say, oh, let me get that. And they just gave it to him. So here's the thing. So, um, there's a girl in one of my classes. She's actually from that neighborhood and went to that school. Mm-hmm. And she was kind of um, educating us on it. She's like, okay, in that particular area, everybody knows everybody. Everybody grew up together. It's very close-knit, very wealthy, very smart, um, um, influential people. That's the problem. Yeah, live in that neighborhood. So her thing was is that, you know, why is it that the that the aunt? Because I think he was living with his aunt, right? Um, I don't know if it was his aunt. I know it was, I, I knew it was two people. I've heard some stories. Yeah, it was somebody. But she was like, you know, how did they not know what was going on? Because it's a very close, tight event. Because that neighborhood and part of um, part of Florida is ranked very high as the best schools, the best, the safest places to live. It's the safest place to live in Florida. But yet, then this happened. Ain't nowhere safe. You know what I mean? So she was she was very very bothered by your that. Your cross mm-hmm. and your Bible. I mean, but a lot of times that's the problem, Dave. Because the thing about to me, and this is just me, um, in my mind, I believe that when it comes to the Caucasians, the Caucasians they cover up a lot of things, they brush up under the rug, as opposed to a lot of African Americans, we deal with stuff face on. Like you know, it's sometimes it's good for us to actually hold grudges because we know that we'll we'll stop messing with people. In a sense, but with the Caucasian, they make everything feel like it's all right. But in the back of their mind, okay, okay I'm, I'm gonna call them white Caucasians. I'm, I'm not gonna say the word because I, you know, I'm an educator, so I have the, the general population. Uh, all uh, applications it says white <laughs> Caucasians. Like I said, <laughs> Caucasians, they'll say, "Oh, I love you, I love you," but in the back of their mind, I never forgot what you did to me. So I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna make sure you go to sleep. I'm gonna do such and such and such. And that's the bad thing. They don't address things head on, and then they want to dress it up like it's a mental issue. Um, Mm. So, God, so God's plan for us. Woo! Drizzy, um, Drizzy Drake. So you know, I'm not. I I don't really follow Drake's music. I like Drake, but I don't really follow his music. But I did get a chance to see this video, and what he did was amazing. He took his video budget and used that to bless people. That. That don't close happen. To a mil- like, like a close to a million dollars. That's I mean, how you stay like, like that, that that don't happen. Like basically, he was Oprah for a video, and just you know, I, <laughs> I mean, mean it, it was a great gesture. But to me, I mean, you should be doing that all the time because you you got it like that. But and I'm pretty sure he does. does. I'm pretty sure he I'm does. Right, he right, does. right, right. You are right. Who's to say he doesn't? But I mean, to me, it's just like okay, it, it doesn't. That's how you stay blessed. I mean, yeah, that's how you stay best. But I don't see any significance in it because it's like, are you doing it for attention, attention? or like just like publicity? Yeah. It could be that, or he could also, you know, he could be doing it for to show other celebrities and stuff. Say, hey, you know, 
this is stuff that you we'll could step be up doing. your game. Yeah. You know, but I, I get don't what know. you're saying. I get what you're saying what though, you're because saying. it's but just I, like when you do good for other people, do you really have to shout it out to the yeah, world that I'm yeah, doing something I'm doing good? Something, or right. you know, you do it out of the kindness of your heart. But then, how, but mm. okay, so it's mm. it's one of those things that it's like it's a double edged sword. So it's like if it I is. do things <laughs> in shadows and nobody knows what I'm doing, yeah, I'm not doing it, anything. Then I'm not right. doing anything. But if I do something and then people are aware of it, then I'm doing but it just, just for attention, right? You know, mm-hmm. so it's like, okay, so, so you damn if you do, you damn if you don't. So mm-hmm. it's just really one of those things that it's like. I just still have an issue with Drake because he, I feel like he told a lie when he came out. It's, it started from the bottom that we hear. Um, I know that's not when you first came out because it's for Baby, you made everything. That's one of his first songs. But best thing I ever it, had. Yeah. Best I ever had. Yeah. Best that, that was 2009, right? Yes. Nine. And then he said, started from the bottom of the hill, but you come from Canada. You, you know, you come from a He came from world. TV show first. Yeah, so you came from wealth. So what? What was the whole significance? I never thought that he. Well, was I mean, real. I don't I think it would be him. like him being broke. Uh, yeah, because starting from like the bottom, humble beginnings as far as being in the industry, and now I'm popping. Prime example. But that's not like what I got episode out of the on um, that's not um, what I got out of the uh, uh, Love and Hip Hop Hollywood when well, Channel West. Yeah. <laughs> tried to come for A One, and he was like. Yeah, remember when I was trying to work with you when I was just getting into business and you just pit, you know you just passed me over because you know you wasn't looking for me. Yeah. Now I'm popping. Now, now you, you want me to man. work. Now you want me, and, and I, I don't think, have time. And I think when he said started from the bottom, Drake had a lot of mixtapes, and you know he was known on the streets. You know he didn't come into the industry and just automatically he was popping. You know he built a following, and people were just like, "Cause what was on the oh, Mike Jones back then? You ain't want me now. I'm hot, y'all. I'm yeah. same concept." Ooh. But I, I could relate better Ooh. to Mike Jones because I Ain't felt like he was a better hustler with Drake. I never, I never really could, could connect with that. You never connect with his hustle. Yeah, because you know you made me question myself. The lyrics, the in the verses, it says otherwise, meaning that basically I started from nothing, like basically from poverty or what happened. That really, that's a lie. We know that's not a truth. You but had whatever. opportunities that other people didn't have. Yeah, you you it's had way more opportunities, but you know, it's called a job. Mm-hmm. I mean, he from Canada. They got they got free insurance anyway. Who's black? Are you black? Someday. You're black. You're black. <laughs> it's black you, man. On this high horse, honey, but you're black. You're black. <laughs> I mean, so, you know, it's Black History Month. We wrapping it up. So what are some of the things you feel it's okay for you to do in Black History Month you really can't do in other months? Like, what you get a pass with doing in Black History Month? Wearing dashikis. <laughs> yes, but they're so popular now. They wear them all the time. They wear them all the time That's now. The, so exactly. That's gonna, what I'm saying. Why, and now, why, why the hell are you wearing it all the time? And now, <laughs> and now they're really finna be even more popular now. You know, dashiki pride is definitely. <laughs> making money. <laughs> dashiki Pride is the name. That's where I got mine from. Dashiki Pride. Okay. They're the ones who. They're the main ones who everybody get their dashikis from. Wow. Well, mine got a different name on it. <laughs> I got mine from Africa. So I got mine from Jamaica. <laughs> Some people say they know. I don't know what else you could do. It's like, um, I mean, because I do. I'm gonna say anyway. what goals. Right. I'm gonna give you a pass in black and black history month. What goal T? It's a no. <laughs> <laughs> They should. Oh, I'm glad I lost my. I think we can. We can say. I am too. I think because uh, now they're trying to get fans. I'm, I'm, whole, I'm big on the whole black and white thing. I like to say African Americans and Caucasians or what have you. Black. So we. White. So we can say black and crackers and niggas. Oh, oh no. shit! <laughs> I don't want to say that, but we, I feel like we get a pass in February to say black, like black history. Otherwise, I would say African American history month. Nah, I feel like I'm black all day long. I'm black American. I've never been African. I'm so. black and I'm proud. I'm me. Say it loud. Mm-hmm. 
I can't think of anything else. Mm, mm. So what black history inventions do you think um, made the world a better place? Candy Coated Nights. <laughs> I ain't never been to say. I ain't never been to motherfucking say. <laughs> My hormones are intact. I cannot. It's the light bulb. <laughs> I'm just gonna stick with the light. The light bulb and the straightening comb. Okay, the straightening comb. The straightening comb. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Madam C. Some you old still need it. Cause had it not been for her, bundles. Natural ain't for everybody. Stra- it's not. Like I saw this girl the other day. Her hair look like black cotton. You're not gonna make these people feel not proud of their black hair. What is your, what is your, what is your you can be proud of it. And take care. To, and the sad part about it, they'll leave it regular. They'll try to put a whole bunch of makeup on. Girl, your hair like a trash can. Yeah, you look like a box. Yeah, she look like a Don King. It's, it's not even a Don King. Gosh, I can't. And she bought that hair. She bought that. That's now that, 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 that's that's who look like Crash Bandicoot. Maybe she needs to go. Maybe she needs to go natural. No, no. She, she, her, she looked she, natural because she got braids. Naturally ugly. She got matted hair in there. She got straight hair. It was just all looked like a black. She like got lint. She got a donut. Sin. She got a little piece of jelly. Little mm. ketchup. Mm. Little hot sauce. Cheetos. They catch everything. Cheetos. Why are you falling into this trap? What is your black? I, I, can, I can't <laughs> even think of one right now. <laughs> we gonna come yeah, I, I, oh, the sponge. The stoplight. Stop the sponge. Yes. yes the stoplight. Stop yeah. We can yeah. do the sponge because it made people who. Hair wasn't quite so curly. A little better. Mm-hmm. You know, you put a little water on it. You run the spudge across it. You know, oh, I love my spudge. You look better. Because, you know, some people, they <laughs> thought their hair was just nappy. It gave your hair a little curl so it don't look as bad. Like, mm-hmm. um, the Black Panther. The, w- had, like, <laughs> the wave cap. Because he, he had a perfect fro in, um, I James think, Brown. I think it was a wave. Oh, well. <laughs> I'm sure it was. <laughs> in both movies? He's an actor. <laughs> they hire people Didn't to make him look a certain way. They played that movie Marshall way. too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I hadn't seen so that. So as you can, so technically up until now, biopics. I it's know been you his thing. Way. It's been his thing because he's done Jackie Robinson, mm-hmm. he's done Thurgood Marshall, and he's done James, James Brown. Brown. All of them have been very good movies too, and all of them I have not seen. It's okay. <laughs> I saw James Brown in a piece of forty-two. Marshall, mm. say it loud. I'm black and I'm proud. What you proud about? Um, That's what I was no. going to say too <laughs> For my invention I want to say um, You already said it He going back oh, Running back, going back. Um, oh. man, I, I really just forgot I was going to say never mind Thank you Candy Candy um, But I'm proud of I, And lube That's what you're proud of I don't think she made that <laughs> She's in it with it <laughs> Oh um, it's an accessory I don't know my my musical taste. Hip hop music. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's saved yep. a lot of it saved a lot of people. It, <laughs> it saved it, a lot of lives. It did. It gave people an outlet to express <laughs> their version mm-hmm. of poetry because a lot of hip hop artists actually, you know, dibble and dab in poetry. Yes, I agree. They're also lyricists. Yeah. Um, so I think you know us. Cultivating our own sound is something to be proud of because we kind of talked about it um, a couple weeks ago. Where you know they um, mainstream media will take something that we developed 
and put their own spin over and call it something else. That's just about all our I music. E. All music, I basically. E. Rock and roll, I'm just saying. Chuck Bear. <laughs> you have any dream girls? You got me a Cadillac, 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 Cadillac. Oh, that just made me think about Laurel. I am a woman now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I heard you. So, uh, what are some of the blackest moments y'all have had in public? You like, oh, I don't believe I did that. Um, I cussed out this white manager at the Concows because the Concows ain't shit. They're racist. Hey, they, come back. No. <laughs> well, she used the term "you people," and it was a table full of about thirty African Americans. And we just really gave her a piece. She called security, police, all that on Y'all didn't care. We didn't give two shits. I know, I'm sure. But yeah, I had that real black. Um, Niggerish, actually. The blackest moment that I can remember that happened, and I didn't do it, but I was with the people that did, is we went to a... um, Went to a movie, and we went somewhere else, and they just started pulling Tupperware out of their purses. (laughs) To eat. <laughs> so like we were in the movies, they pulling out fried chicken and shit. I'm just like, come on now. And they're like, well, you know, it's not like they can check your bag and I ain't buying this high ass shit in the movies. I'm like, really? But chicken though? I mean you get away with it now because they sell fried but food I remember, in the movies. But you know That reminds me like I remember like when I was You pull young. a half a gallon of tea. How the hell you get a half a gallon of tea in your purse? No, let me tell you that, that, that no, the one of the things my uncle had me do, I remember we went to go see Don't Be a Menace in the movie. Oh my god. Yes. My uncle had me Load put up. a whole pizza in my jacket. Don't tell me about that. Don't tell me And I walked in the movie theater with that whole pizza under my jacket of pizza. It was in a box. It was in a box. I had it so under so my I, jacket. So how did it say y'all it was all mush stuff and stuff we had it? I just held it under You was like a ninja turtle. I was yeah, uh, I don't remember you how we got it. I got it in there. Got it in there. <laughs> and y'all just went ham, egg, and cheese. Just niggas. Yes. Just niggas. Got it in there. We were just, just in there, just open that box and help put the plates. <laughs> you know, I'm just I'm just really glad that I'm at a point now that I can go to the movies and, and, and buy my ticket and some refreshments with confidence that I don't have to worry about do I have enough. Because I remember when my mom she was like, Don't you ask for nothing? We already at the movies. You should have got something to eat before we left home. <laughs> I don't have to worry about now. Yeah, shit expensive. It, it it is. It is. So, black businesses. Why is it that we have different expectations for black businesses than we do for other businesses? Like, you know, you get one strike with a black business, but you'll give another business all kind of chances. Cuz they don't care. They they just don't care. Is that a perception? Both. Um, they don't care and they also they expect, oh, because it's a black business, you deserve a discount. Or a hookup or something. It's a business. They still have to make money. You know, the ecosystem has to keep going. Come on, ecosystem. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, why are the expectations different when it comes to black business? I feel like, mm, I really don't want to address this, but I have to. I think expectations are different because black business, businesses have failed. Um, so many times at just being so mediocre. So of course they just like, okay, well you on my, you on um you on Fort Fifth and Moncrief. Sometimes you got some stuff, sometimes you don't. But now you want to be on your game today. So now you want to act funny. Now they feel like act funny because my 
you know, black people, we are we what we are. But I don't so know if they go on the Burger King. Okay, we ain't got no fries, we ain't got no burgers. How may I help you? What bitch, what you open for? I know, but my thing is with black with black people, they we just for whatever reason we, we're so worst. we expect the worst already. So it's like when they actually start being on it, so they were just like, uh, uh-uh, y'all had like this before, blah 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I just think I that's think what also it is. depends on the business too. I, yeah, I think so. I think for me, we, we're not consistent enough. For I me, I, I I'll say this: when it comes to black businesses and black patrons, because it's twofold. I think when you support somebody when they're on the come up, easy example that I can think of to use, hairstylist. When you are a kitchen beautician, your books stay full. Yeah. The minute you go into a salon, you have to start paying booth rent and your prices are no longer kitchen beautician prices, mm-hmm. people start falling off. Why? The services ain't changed. The type, the level of service has not changed. But now, yes, it is. no, no, but I'm, no, it hasn't. If if you are consistently doing what you're supposed to do, it's just that now you may not. And I'm finna just throw out a figure. You tell me if I'm right or wrong because I know you got the skills to tell me. Uh, if you could do a sew-in when you was a kitchen beautician for forty dollars, and now you charge me seventy-five, why? Well, it depends on if you get your hair washed. Because I mean, at home, you you put your head in the sink. Why are you not? But yes, you are. Yes, no, you I'm are. Saying, no, I'm saying that's what I mean. At home, you put your head in the sink. At a salon, you're not. Right. You know, at home, you sit. You got a dryer sitting on the sofa under some phone books. Then at a salon, I mean, at home, you're doing that. But at a salon, you're not. So, but, you but get, the service has but the not service changed. Is still the same. It's still the same. It's still, the it's difference still the is same. now you have overhead you have to cover. Yeah, but why? Why would you not expect that? Why would you expect it? You're coming to an establishment versus somebody's house. Well, no, I, I know that, but I'm saying that's oh, what happened. I'm saying you yeah. come, That's I, what happened with clients. Oh, you know, yeah. like, I think it's the same thing with black business. business. The minute that you know inflation goes up, and then people start charging maybe five dollars for a burger as opposed to two fifty, then people got well, y'all, what's going on? What y'all, y'all when you were selling dinners from a tent versus opening your own business and getting right. a food truck, they don't understand the difference. They There's did. a difference. But I think the service does change to a bit because when you're doing it in your house, you can be more personal with a person and that person. We still expect that personal relationship that we have with you. So when you go into like a professional setting, your whole attitude has to change. Whereas when you were doing it in your house, I may be having different conversations. And that's what I'm saying. I think it depends. Most of the time, like with my barber, the reason I mean, with her, one of the things um, she's always said is. She likes having her own space because she can do what she wants. When she's in a shop, she's in a more controlled environment. We can't have the same conversations. We can't do the same things. So as clients, you know, you you, you tend to lose people because they don't feel that connection with you anymore. They don't have that connection that they had that they were building in your house with you. I mean, and, that, and that's mm-hmm. a different. I I, mm-hmm. I personally don't look at it that way. A lot of people, yeah. Yeah, I look at it as if, okay, <laughs> I'm paying you what your price is, regardless of what the location is. Mm -hmm. If you are providing me a service and I want that service, here's the cost. Mm -hmm. If that location changes, you move to a salon that has a higher booth rent or you're no longer doing this or you Mm -hmm. upgraded on the type of products that you use now because now when you're in a shop, you use the products that they use, Mm -hmm. not the products you just go to Sally's and get yourself. Just using it. I'm just using those as examples. That's so that down, I can that's put, downfall you know, for a lot of people. In you know, so I mean, it's it's like you have to grow as the business grows. Right. Not saying that you change your professionalism. Not saying you change your personal relationships. Mm-hmm. But 
maybe we shouldn't be having conversations about who you and me sleeping with if it's the same person mm-hmm. that we would have at home over some sangria yeah, versus see. you sitting in my salon chair in this establishment where there's children and there's other people that I'm sharing common spaces. And see, and that's the thing where, like where I said, um, I think the last podcast where I was saying as black people, we always feel like we're family. And you know, when we have to go into a professional establishment, it's like, okay, it's like, okay. But I I don't even... But yeah. yeah, it's like, you know, it's like, okay, that family vibe has gone and it's like... I mean, I, I definitely mm-hmm. understand what you're saying, because mm-hmm. but we still can feel that way. But mm-hmm. I just feel like the the stylists, they are mm-hmm. the ones who actually control that. Okay, if those extra things come up, they they should be able to just bring to them and say childhood or whatever like that, and just don't talk about mm-hmm. it. You know, they don't have to break basically. Yeah, they mindset do change, mm-hmm. but you know, you still can be the same person. Yeah, you can I still mean, be I, humble. Now, some people get yeah. the glow up and forget. Yeah, I mean, and you're right, but I feel like you know, meantime. just just but, to what you were saying. But, they they change they do they some people do have a different mindset when they go into a shop. But my thing is they should, mm-hmm. but you don't have to necessarily change what you're doing. You still right. can make people feel like they're the only one. Right. It's just things can shift, and you have to be the one to actually shift it. Yeah. And I think people shift it the wrong way. Right. Right. I think expectations is yeah. the biggest issue and because you expect that oh well we don't have this relationship. We have this relationship, so. How much is it? Well, I don't get no discounts since I've been coming to you all this time. And maybe you get one, maybe you don't. But it shouldn't be an expectation that you keep, that you pay a different rate than somebody else who gets the same service. Now, it's great if you do. And that's in anything, whether it's food service, whether it's, Mm -hmm. you know, you're providing a service, like you cater, you're consulting, you're doing whatever. You know, some people are getting better deals or better prices because they've been with somebody throughout, you know, the growth, right. the development of the process of the business or whatever. And one other thing I wanted to say is just like, you know, like I was saying, like how we expect the family, like even when it's business, even in corporate America, if you have a white manager and or you have a black manager as black people, we expect for that black person, that black manager to treat us differently because, oh, you you know, we both we both black. I don't. A lot, but a lot of black people feel a lot of black people feel that way. A lot of black people feel that way, and as soon as a black manager maybe gets on your uh, don't, oh, they um, a coon. They think they all that. They think they better than everybody. Right, right, right. This that's just how we are. This is getting pretty old, don't you think, Bernadine? And that's just how black people are. We just feel like we're all supposed to just. You know, help each other out. We're supposed to pick each other up off the ground and just regardless of how regardless you perform, of how you the main ones messing up. I'm right. coming for my children this weekend. No matter how much you mess up, we expect for somebody. We oh, and, yeah. but <laughs> but I at the same time, that's, them anywhere near that tramp, bitch, you are gonna regret it for the rest of your life. I'm so sorry, Lance. Two point please. You know, we, we got to a movie moment. We had to follow through. We, we had, had to go through. through. We did. Yeah, okay, but yeah, that's all. That's all I was saying. But you are you are definitely right. Yeah. Um, however, yeah. I don't feel that way. But you are a lot. But of we get. But too. you know, as black people, I think we are like one of the friendliest people in the, at the end of the day, and I think that's why if, we expect it. If you like somebody, <laughs> you get oh because yes. it goes the other way. It goes the other way. I think another thing is that, like with us. There is no in between. It's either we own or we off. Right. What? I agree. If I don't do you. I agree. You gonna know it. Mm-hmm. For the most part, you gonna know it. If I do, you will know it. So, and I, and I think that translates in the business. You know, you you have to service everybody. Exactly. You know, we just want to be special sometimes. 
So since we're talking about black businesses, we're gonna talk about us for a minute. Um, so tissue. <laughs> being in business with with friends is 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 challenging. Um, it has its perks and it has its pros and cons. So I just want to hear what do you all think are the pros and cons of being in business with um, your friends? Because you know we're in business together doing the podcast, so I think we've learned a lot about each other and. We've experienced some things. So what are some of the pros and cons that you see in being in business with friends? Uh, to me, I say the cons are because I work with other friends outside of podcasts and other fields of business um, that you always are talking about the business. You're not talking about, OK, well, how are you feeling? What are you really going through? You know, how, how are you doing inside, outside of such and such and such? Because I'm always I always got the business or something about music in the forefront that I'm actually not worrying about. OK, well. You know, how are you doing financially? You know, you told me that you had some goals that you wanted to meet. Are you still meeting those goals? Are you still progressing in your other outside things? Are you, um, how you, how you actually feel about the business? Do you want to stay in business? You know, stuff like that. So that's one of the concepts to me because, you know, you get so caught up on that, just the business that you actually forget sometimes to be a friend, you know, being there for that particular friend because you're so worried about the business and the next check and the next move and stuff. And there's nothing wrong with thing, but it, it has to be some type of balance. I want, that's one of the ones that are kind. The pro is, is that, you know, you can be very comfortable, mm-hmm. you know, um, like I feel a little bit more comfortable now because a lot of, a lot of conversations I will not indulge in because, you know, I feel like I can be <laughs> a retard at, at certain things, <laughs> but you know, with friends, you know, they understand you. So, you know, Everybody understands me on a different level here. Mm-hmm. They say, "Well, yeah, yeah, you know, I know what he meant by that, or I know what he can. It's possible, you know. I'm sorry, what he's capable of saying, or whatever mm-hmm. like that. So that's a pro. I've learned. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the pros are just um, when um, being in business with friends, it's easier to talk to. You know, it's easier to have those conversations about the work and about not everything because finances is you know when money becomes involved that becomes like probably an issue but as far as where the business goes and what you know your expectations are it's easy to have those conversations and you can it's relatable you know you all can relate to each other the cons um can kind of go with the pros the cons would be everyone may not be on the same page and you know, with a lot of, you know, you see it a lot of times with groups or groups or friends who start, you know, even singing groups, you know, they start out as friends, but money, egos, all those things take effect. And that can kind of hinder because, you know, you build this relationship with this person and you start to seize certain sides of them that you never thought you would see, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's where the cons come in at. Yeah. I think the biggest, um, I don't want to say it's difficult, but there's another element to being able to talk through disagreements mm-hmm. or um, opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say that because if I'm at work and we just co-workers or whatever and I don't like something you do, I can just flat out tell you, I don't like what you're doing. You you fucking up. You messing up. Okay, you need to pick up the slack because you know now we're having to pick up the slack because you failing to do your part. Right. When it's friends having that conversation, sometimes is a little difficult or mm-hmm. different because 
there actually has to be a relationship after that. Right. So you're always having the conversation with the end in mind. So making sure that you're communicating something as honest as you possibly can, but not doing it to where it um, it turns the other person off or it causes friction mm-hmm. or some type of contention between the two because you're trying to work together and maintain a friendship. Right. So I think that's it's it's an added it's like an added uh pressure. Mm-hmm. I guess you can call it pressure or whatever. Layer. Layer. Yeah. yeah it's an added layer of um whatever. But mm-hmm. I think the the good things and, and and definitely outweighs that because you truly feel that Everybody wants to do a good job together because we are actually friends. We support each other. We're there for each other. So knowing that, you know, I'm starting something new or we're starting a new venture together and that I have my friends, not my accomplice, not my, Mm -hmm. you know, we just cool Monday through Friday, eight to four. But no, I'm like my friends, we're actually going through this together. I think you feel it's a a a stronger support system mm-hmm. in it um, and you have somebody there with you going through it all so I think that's you know and then we can and then we know right. each other personality so we know right. we kind of can identify each other's strengths and weaknesses right so right. we kind of complement each other too so <clears throat> I think that is also a pro and a con um, knowing strengths and weaknesses um, but like everybody said you know the 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 biggest pro and possibly possibly the main one is because we all know each other. So we're comfortable, easy to talk to. Um, I think when the cons come in or when it's difficult is when people aren't on the same page anymore. Um, it's still like the same business, but everybody has a different idea or somebody wants to do it this way and you don't agree. And then that can kind of get... A little frustrating, especially when you have multiple people hands mm-hmm. in the business. Mm-hmm. Um, which you know, it's a little um, a perfect segue to clicks, likes, and comments because anybody who's anybody knows about the Queen's Court. Anybody who's anybody who's into pop culture, gossip, shady, and pettiness knows about the Queen's Court. So if you went to politics, you might not. Know. So more recently, the Queen's Court <laughs> you know. Of course the Queen's Court is T. S. Madison and Kaya. Um Shimon, they, Mrs. they had the South. a show about two weeks ago that kinda ended the Queen's Court as we know it as of right now. Um Monique was their guest. Um they had a lot of stuff going on. Um you can go check out all the videos to see all that fiasco. I think the to bring them in with you know the pros and cons and being in business with friends is simple, especially with watching the last live videos between last night and the post from today, um, and then seeing them at the club over the weekend and hearing about how all of that was a mess. Um, I think, like Kaya said, she you know. It was her name. She started the Queen's Court. Of course she did, you know, back a couple of years ago, however long ago she used to, you know, get online and talk. And I think what T.S. Madison was trying to do was make it a big, bigger brand than what it was. I do feel like she helped. She was more invested into it. And I don't think, I don't think that Kaya wasn't. I just don't think that Kaya wanted all of that. I think... 
I think T.S. Madison saw it as a business. Kaya saw it as shit to do. That's true. Which is very different. Right. But I don't think Kaya was wrong with feeling that. No, I'm not saying she Mm -hmm. was wrong with it. I think T.S. Madison saw it as, okay, we're doing this. It's It's a sensation. People are wanting it more and more and more. So, before it gets out of hand, let's put lock into it. You know, let's let let's own the rights to it so that nobody else can come behind us if we do decide not to do it no more. And they can ride the wave of the fact that it's called the Queen's Court. You see what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. So she wanted to lock down all the naming. She want all, all all the she want to lock down everything because she saw it from a business perspective. Kai was like, uh, it ain't that deep. Right. You know, I've been doing it. I got proof I've been doing it all this time. But so, and she's like, but But so you, what Madison was saying. Yeah. When she she said she always included Kaya on everything that she was doing. When she patented the name, when she got mm-hmm. the website, when she yeah. licensed everything. So I felt like that's when Kaya felt, you know, that's when she just she should have said something. Because I mean you had to already know, especially the money you was making off of y'all going live every Monday night versus what you done got over the last five years should have showed you that, okay, this is different. Now. Because the Queen's Court would never be the same without the two of them. Yes, Madison had her following. She was very good at it. Kaya had whatever she had, and she was apparently good at it. No shade. <laughs> no, but no it was shade. No, no, no. But I'm just trying to show you. But you it, got a point. There's no comparison. I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know yeah. about the Queen's Court. Right, there's no comparison. No. So, you know... Now, I'm going to say this, and I think... <laughs> now, Kaya already said she's not coming back. She has her own show called A Gag Order. She did a little bit of that last night. I watched a little bit of it. It was all right. Um, Madison said the Queen's Court will continue, but then today she tweeted that the Queen's Court, she tried. I guess that means she's done with it. She'd probably do something else. Um, I guess we'll see on March the 19th when it's supposed to be coming back. I think... That Madison should replace Kai with Funky Dineva. I know that's not going to happen, but that shit would be really, really entertaining. Um, but I know it's not going to happen. I think it would be it, it, it would be different. I think it it's like it's like lightning doesn't strike the same place twice. Um, I think what Maddie and Kaya had together, nobody else is going to be able to duplicate it. Yeah. Now. That doesn't mean that Maddie and someone else won't start something else different. Yeah. It you definitely know? can be something different. It, it, it can be something different. Um, I think, you know, Kaya's whole thing was like, you know, you can't take some. Here's the thing. Okay. Since we're talking about working with friends, here's the thing. And we gonna, and, and it happens with reality TV all the fucking time. And we kind of talk about it when we say it was going to be on reality TV. When you say something... It's out there. Right. Mm-hmm. So when you go out and you go on these rants and you be talking cold cash shit about people and you just and you just talking and the words just flowing out your mouth. Once you say it, you can't take it back. Nope. Kaya tried to she tried at first in the first couple of times when she when she went live and stuff like that to not be disrespectful and take jabs at Maddie. She did every now and then, but she never really went in. Mm-hmm. This last video, she really went in. And Madison 
um, in some of her in, in her videos, she never really took jabs at Kaya, mm-hmm. and she always tried to say, you know, that's my sister, this and this and this. She and this. say she cramps. Now her name. it's getting nasty. She's trying to clear right. her name. And see, that's the that's the that's the other side that we was kind of talking about earlier about working with friends is that you have to constantly be mindful of what you say and what you put out there. Because it's just like on reality TV, which we know is scripted, but whatever. When they get in these confessionals and they read the dog fuck at each other, but then you're supposed to come back at the reunion and like you didn't say that shit. Right. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Right. Like you have to constantly be mindful of what you say and what you put out there because there are some people who have nothing else to do but to hang on your every word and 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 snip it and switch it and 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 break it and turn it around and and make it. Um, Mean this, right. and now once but it's out there, it's out there. I mean, but I, I think that's that's all it is. I think people are taking it. I mean, although she is saying it, mm-hmm. because I mean, of course, a group of friends. I mean, I can, I can read you the dog mess out of you, but that's gonna be between us. <laughs> I mean, I'm just I'm just saying. Oh, I'm not worried. Oh, I read you now. <laughs> anyway, but um, I, I I'll do that. I'll do that <laughs> in our company or whatever. Mm-hmm. But of course, when I get in front of somebody else and I say it. Whatever, and then you know they'll they'll take it and make something that's not. Yeah. Then when you look at it, be like, oh, I worry about her. We do, we do it all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's what it is. A lot of the media is pushing them to make it negative right. or such and such because somebody's getting like she somebody called her ear. bitch and stuff like that. And it's like, oh, she called her bitch, but like she called her bitch in her face all the time. Yeah, on and the show. Yeah, yeah and, and then it it may be somebody that say, well, she said this about you off camera, and then they'll come back and tell somebody. So it's other people that gets in the yeah, midst of it's, it's, it's it. It's better than coming together, me and adults, about the whole mm-hmm. thing. You know. Uh-uh. Well, I, 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 I don't really follow them, but I did see um, T.S. Madison's video from last night, and um, some of the things I took away from it, like she was saying, you know, she was like, you know, it was a lot of you fans in the comments boosting this shit up, boosting her head up for a lot yeah. of shit. That, you know, when you're doing you know, that saying, stuff. It ain't going to be know, the same without you. She said, you know, it was a lot of y'all in comments boosting shit up, you know. It's. Because they ain't got shit. Right. And um, another thing, like, um, when you guys were saying, like, um, you think T.S. Madison had bigger goals for it, whereas Kaya didn't. Um, something she said was that, you know, Kaya has been burned a lot in the industry. And I know she was saying something like Nicki Minaj had contacted them mm-hmm. to do the show, right. and Kaya wasn't having it or whatever. Yeah, she wasn't. But, she and wasn't and I think that Kaya, when you, that. when you, but I think when you've been, like she said, when you've been burned so many times in the industry, there are a lot of people who just say, "Fuck the industry. I don't want to ha- have any part mm-hmm. of that. I don't want to, you know, get involved in that." So, like you said, Kaya may not have wanted. It's not that you know she probably didn't give a shit. It was just like. I don't trust a lot of people. Right. What we have going right now is good. I don't trust all these people trying to get involved. And she and she said that, you know, and I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not on either mm-hmm. one of them's teams because, okay, mm-hmm. like we know there's, her, there's this side, that side, and this side or whatever. And hell, we'll never know what the truth is because mm-hmm. everybody's going to release information that benefits them. Right. Or doesn't show them in the most negative light. Right. So unless we was there every fucking step of the way, we would never know what the fuck happened. But what I will say is, is that her thing is like, okay, it's fine with the way it is. It's just some people are just comfortable where it is. Right. And Maddie had, a, she, she made a good point. She was like, you know, 
you can't deny the fact that when we work together, it put the business in a different stratosphere. It did. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, you was doing it on your red couch for X amount of time and you had your followers and I did. And she said that. And I was doing this right here at this table and everything that from my phone and it was fine. But at some point, you have to take it to the next level. And that's with anything. But some people are just okay with doing it themselves. Kaya makes no... Um, she has no problem letting people know she don't have a fucking team. She do every fucking thing herself. Mm-hmm. She don't trust nobody. She feel like if she don't do it, it's not gonna always get done in the way that she sees fit. But I mean, I feel like it was very shallow of, of Kaya because my thing is, TS Medicine has been through the same opposition as well. She had people burn her in the industry also. So why not, you know, take this time? Okay, you know, sister, we together. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and just tackle tackle this industry by storm because we know what has not worked in the past. So now that we kind of see what's going to work for us, mm-hmm. let's actually come together and do it. So I think Kaya, she really shot her own self in the foot mm-hmm. um, because I, I I don't I don't follow the show. I'm not I'm not really a fan about the whole roasting gag thing because I feel like there are other things to talk about. But however, people like drama, people like mess, so it it will always have a platform. However, um, I do feel that. T.S. Medicine was definitely um, smart and wise because my thing is, why not capitalize on something? I don't want to just do keep going in circles and circles and circles mm-hmm. all my life. You know, that's why people go to school. That's why people go, um, you know, to get married. They, they want to travel. They want to do different things. They want to see investments. You know, why would you want to stay on level one all your life? And my, my thing is, God has had some opportunities as well. I mean, she just needs to change her whole mindset because she's just ratchet. So since we talk about drama and 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 craziness, let's talk. Let okay. So Michael Blackson is stupid as fuck. <laughs> so he said, "Now you can stop calling her a hoe because hoes know how to suck dick. She's just a good girl that got caught up in some hoe shit. It's Black History Month. Black Panther is out, so leave Black China alone." Mm-hmm. Damn, you can't even be a hoe because you don't know how to suck dick. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that, so that's like, that that is like dick, a right? <laughs> That is like a requirement. I mean, so Black mm-hmm. China sex tape got got leaked. Child, they could have kept that raggedy shit. It was Ooh. so boring uh, and dry. Mm-hmm. The funny thing Just about like, it uh, is Mimi Faust. Mimi Mimi Faust. That's her name. Faust. Faust. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the funny thing is that okay, so and one where it's a close up of her. Whatever she's doing, nibbling, gnawing, whatever that is she's doing. <laughs> Talking. Right. Pretty no, much. No, I'm not. I'm munching. Like some crunch of munch. Crunch of munch of shit. And then there's another video where it's like full body. It doesn't look like her, but you know it's her because of the tattoos. Mm-hmm. But from a distance, it doesn't look like her. Oh. But I mean, it's just. Oh. I mean, here's the thing with sex tapes. Her sex tape doesn't do anything for me because I ain't trying to find it, but she's been naked for how many years now at this point? She was a stripper. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like you're seeing something you ain't already seen or paid to see at some point. So and sex tapes are so played. I mean, I, I think the only reason why I would have got a little bit of play is Rob was in it, Rob but Kardashian. she lawyered up real quick. She sure did. She called the police and all. She lawyered up real quick. So, she like, mm, one went on me. So, since we're talking about winning... Harvard University named Solange the Artist of the Year. Their Artist of the Year. That was a... Um, That's my cousin. Mm. Mm. I'm here for I it. She stay woke. I like it. it. I think, yeah, I think it's a definite... She definitely deserved it Does for... Does it take more than being just woke to be... I mean, but it's well, just I Harvard. Think, it's not like it's the Grammys. I think it's not just... <laughs> 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 
But Harvard, oh, Harvard is one of the most the prestigious universities. It's one of the most prestigious universities and, in the country. And and, and a Harvard degree. It is an Ivy League. It ain't like it's an HBCU not being funny. But, yeah, but I mean, that, but I'm it's saying it's a college. It's not like it's a European Grammys. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, a European NTV was a grim or something like that. It's just a university, okay? So, I mean, let's just, let's not make it. Okay, so let's talk about that. So, let's talk about that. So, an artist who sings um, black awareness, uh, female awareness music was selected as the artist of the year for an Ivy League predominantly white school. That's pretty big. That's pretty big. That's big. I mean, it's it's big, but y'all was making it. The way you said to begin to say, I was just like, I mean, it's it's hard. But I mean, know. but I'm I'm just saying when you put things into perspective like that, because I mean, it's no fucking different than why would somebody give? Because that's like if somebody I mean, gave Snoop Dogg a, a, truth, a honorary PhD degree. But truth be told, I mean, the music awards don't really mean nothing because a lot of that stuff <laughs> is I mean, not really yeah, rigged. rigged. So I mean, I would take the Harvard thing over. A Grammy right now, anyways. But although Bitch, she does, can, like I, can I get an honorary PhD? From <laughs> right. I mean, but like I said, I mean, I, I feel. I mean, she definitely does deserve mm-hmm. it. Um, because she stayed. You don't think she deserves it? So you just contradicted everything. You just no, said. no, 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 no. I said it's a big deal. <laughs> I didn't say I, I'm here for it. I just said it's a big deal. I, I mean, I proved I'm, the point. It's a think, big deal. I think as far as her artistry. Um, yeah, the she deserves it. I think it's her okay. artistry as a whole. She's true to you the know, music. She's true to who she is. You know, she's, no, she's not, definitely true to who she is. She's she true to who changing. she is. And just to be true to who you are, to grace, you know, covers of magazines, to have, you know, and when your sister is so big, and for you to come and step out of that spotlight oh, and finally make a name of yourself is the music industry. Right, she is the music industry. You know, she is the stand. She is the benchmark for everybody. Like if you are competing at that level, you're measured against two people. My opinion: Beyonce and Bruno Mars. Male or female, it don't matter. At that level, those are the two that you're measured against. Unless you yeah, step but, out but some people that's not their ultimate goal. That's not their ultimate goal. They they rather actually just be appreciated for their music. And I think mm-hmm. this is why I'm here for Solange getting it because she is true to the music. She's true to being herself. She's not trying to be the next car to be or the next Beyonce. She's just true to the right. music and the issues. I, I well, mean I, I mean not. But not. I mean I'm just saying, but she's true to the to, yeah. to the issues at hand. She stay woke. Um, she's true to diff- doing different things and all of that as far as like being a DJ, being a fashion person, all of the different stuff. So, I mean, I feel it's, it's well deserving and we're happy for her next. Sierra shows her baby, which is the cutest baby in the whole wide world to me. She's so she cute. is cute. She's cute. She's like a Not Keisha. Not Keisha Cole, Lord. Oh. <laughs> Sierra <laughs> has some say. babies. <laughs> Sierra, Kim, all of Certain people can just have babies, <laughs> they just have babies. They don't come out looking funny. They come out fat enough. They come out with their cheeks enough. Some people are just good at having babies. Does that come with good bone structure? Um, no, because mm-hmm. Mariah Carey got very good bone structure. She can't have no babies. Don't have no more. Yeah, yeah. What's their name? Moroccan, <laughs> Moroccan, and uh, Morala, or whatever their name is. And them babies are ugly. I'm sorry, but they're so ugly. They're so ugly. Oh, gosh. Like they're very precious. They're very yeah. precious. Bellatrix. But Sierra, Sierra. What's her name? Bellatrix. I can't think of what her real name is. 
the um the the, the wizard. I thought you was talking about Cardi B name. Maybe this guy's supposed to like him. Talking about her name, Bell. Cardi B like him. He was naming her I thought he was I am. She was a witch. Okay, so she got the big. She got the big head. I don't know what the hell her name is. Um, Balka, Balka, child. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, Just I don't like know. the baddest um damn um Jocelyn Hernandez, Chanel Bellacore, or whatever that girl name is. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's Trump it. Trump versus Oprah. You I don't, know, don't want to speak of the, nah, new, nah, the new guy. Nah, Voldemort might have just <laughs> Voldemort might have just you know did something that's gonna really get his ass out of there. If Oprah can stop bitches from eating meat, she can have their ass vote your ass out of there, regardless of what side they on. I mean, because basically he went on Twitter and was like, "Just watched a very insecure Oprah Winfrey, who at one point I knew very well, interview a panel of people on 60 Minutes. The questions were biased." And slanted, the facts incorrect. Hope Oprah runs so she can be exposed and defeated just like all the others. This bitch really think that he is the all that is all because he ran his campaign on hate and succeeded. He cheated. I mean, like... He technically didn't succeed. And all Oprah was saying was, you know... All Oprah was doing was interviewing some people... And asking questions. And this man gets mad at her for that. And I just don't understand. And her exact words was, I'm actually humbled by the fact that people think that I could be a leader for the free world. But it's just not in my spirit. It shouldn't be. I mean, no. Come on, spirit. It shouldn't be. Because guess what? If she, It's just like we were just having that conversation. If Oprah ran ran for president, black people would have even higher expectations for her. Um, And their respect for her, just like what they did Obama. And I I honestly feel like, just just me, Oprah would be called a nigga real quick. Exactly. She would be. All the people who used to call out from work and leave work early and not pick their kids up on time because they were trying to be in front of their TV at 4 o'clock would turn on her. That show used to be so boring to me until the last few five seasons. I only liked it when Yana was on there, Tyra was on there, and when they and had when she Dr. started Phil. giving out shit. And when Dr. Phil like, was on there, and he say shit that think, the average Americans ain't saying to people who like I used to think common sense shit. I used to think her show was boring as fuck growing mm. up. <laughs> so since we're talking about uh, shows and shit and shit, who's on the show? Wendell Bartholomew. How you doing? <laughs> Her name Bartholomew? Mm, no. That is not <laughs> her name. Oh, that's my. Um, Let me tell you, tall, linky, linky. Yeah, she just linky. Um, She's shaped like the letter P. The letter P. No ass, big titties, about to fall over, wig, wig. Ain't no lowercase. That's a husband cheating on you because he's tired of taking your training dig ass something. Will you ever talk about Beyonce? Oh, that's why you mad. Ever. That's why you in mad. In your fucking life. Tell them why you mad. She talking about Beyonce just need to sing an auto-tune. Bitch, your body need an auto-tune. <laughs> that's why your husband cheating on your ass now. Why does she say Beyonce needs to sing an auto-tune? I just want to get a I want to get a knee lift. I'm going to have to go back and watch that. You can that. do that? Does she still got her dick? Yeah, you can get... Oh, shit, no. She still she, got her dick. She had a child. It came I, out of ass. I, is that why he brown? Is that why he brown? Mm-hmm. Or did she have a um, surrogate like be- like they claim Beyonce did? Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. when do we just go to the prostate <laughs> check, okay? Before you start talking about the artists these days. What would you do? No. Go ahead. Go. Uh, 
Okay. Where's Suzanne? Suzanne, it's Suzanne's birthday week, so we're going to give her a pass. She went to Wakanda. (laughs) That's not like a sandwich shop. She's on vacation this week. She's been on vacation for two weeks. Oh. Daka. Fangless. You got to talk to her like that, Luther. Get back to work, ladies. Shut the. (laughs) And gentlemen. Okay. Oh, God, I can't go on. Okay. So what would you do if you went in church and the person who you had a threesome with the night before <laughs> sat next to you, but you look beside them and they are with a friend from church? Hold on. Hold on. Hold I'm on. just gonna continue to sit there and listen to the word, and I'm gonna hi- I'm gonna shake them. I'm gonna high five them when the pastor says what? give them a high five. Because guess what? Pastor gonna say, look to your neighbor, say neighbor, oh neighbor. How was that dick? <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no difference from when you see that. Ain't no dick in here. Ain't no difference from when you see that deacon or deaconess walking down that you fucked the other night. So you know. I mean, it's the same thing. Right, same thing. Or um, that, or that pastor that you fucked. How you doing, fucked. sister? How you doing, brother? Right. Keep it moving. And keep it moving. Like, oh, now you'll probably have a text by the time you get to the parking lot. But you was looking real good in that suit. <laughs> Let's go to the bathroom. See, the quietest thing empty. Why you can't go to the fellowship hall? The Just go to the fellowship hall and fellowship. Were you wearing any panties? Were you wearing any panties? No, why church over? It's oh, empty. That's awful. That's amazing. Oh, we can get in the um, the baptism pool and make Ooh. some waves. I heard that they be having a certain baptism. They be jacuzzi like. Oh, that would be they really be, nice. They turn the bubbles on. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen. Some <laughs> <laughs> y'all know, y'all know I be looking at YouTube. They trying to turn the water into wine. Mm-hmm. Y'all know I look at YouTube. I'm like, I don't watch it. It'll turn into chocolate. I didn't go to YouTube if I did Yeah, look at YouTube. I get baptized every week. <laughs> well, <laughs> so, so here's something. So here's something. So here's something. I, so this is something that I saw online. So somebody said, so y'all mean to tell me that Angela Bassett done played Rosa Parks, Coretta Scott King, Tina Turner, Betty Shabazz, Biggie Mama, done got her groove back, burned her cheating ass husband clothes, and gave birth to the king of Wakanda. And y'all still can't get Auntie no Oscar. She multi-faceted. She, has she ever been at least nominated? Um, no. I don't know. She didn't get nominated for what's that got to do with it? I don't know. She mm-hmm. might have gotten nominated. I'm too so young to be caring back then. Ask your sister. Google. I up right now. I don't believe she has been nominated. And I always thought that too because she's played some major roles. I mean, and Ruby's Bucket. Nah, a lot of people ain't into, into that. Ruby's Bucket was so and good. She plays the voodoo priest on American Story. American yeah, Horror Story. Yeah, she was Cold, nominated Cold. for what's all got to do with it. I was, uh, in I 19, so. in nineteen ninety-four. Okay. Okay, she I thought did so. that. And she, um, but for Academy Award, um, she was nominated for Emmys for Rosa Parks and American Horror Story. Yeah. Yeah, she was gone. She like, killed like, that, and she killed that American Horror Emmy, Story. She, really she was um nominated for Kino Storytime in Our America. Yeah. I mean mm-hmm. she she definitely has a good body of and work. And in the SAG Award she was nominated for Coretta Scott King. Yeah. So I mean she 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 she's definitely she definitely has a Do reading. Resume. Maybe you can get a Grammy um at least or something. Um so <laughs> it's With, time to go. I can't. Uh, I'm, I'm just saying, a lot of actors have Grammys for readings. 
<laughs> yeah, they like do spoken the like have spoken word albums. They oh. they have Grammys for that. Oh, oh yeah, because that's like how what, Whoopi Goldberg has hundred and twenty. It's like hundred and twenty. Oh, she had a comedy album. She had yeah, a comedy album. Comedy it's album. like hundred and twenty categories. Hundred and twenty. Yeah, because they only show ten or twelve on the actual show. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they be there all day and all night. Uh, yeah, yeah, they, they give away like some. They give away some during the weekend too. But they give away some during the weekend, like the technical awards. Because oh, okay. I remember when I was younger, mm-hmm. like when they come back from commercials, they still say this one, oh, they exactly. won, they won. Yeah, I only looked at. I only looked at the red carpet. I want to see everybody wore. I want to look at who won that I knew. Because you know all that cunt. They should really break up the Grammys and the Oscars stuff like that in 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 segments. So like, if I only want to look at everybody who won for hip hop and R and B and pop. I can watch it on this channel. If I want to watch all the country, so you're just gonna take, so you're just gonna take us back to segregation, huh? Yes. <laughs> yes. In Black History Month, you just it's gonna take us back to segregation. It's called channels and categories. Channels and categories. That's all it is. There's another. That's another one for the we, books. <laughs> we are. That is the end of this episode. Because we did not even mention Fergie. Oh, we did when I played it in the beginning. Oh, that was it. Oh, okay. That was it. She was okay. that awful. She was fucking awful. <laughs> she was trying to jazz it up. She and then the performance. Well, the performance was okay. They brought out Queen Latifah. I cannot. Well, she sucks. On no shit, Sherlock Pie at gmail.com. No S H H H on Instagram, Twitter. Facebook, SoundCloud, anywhere that you can find bitches and hoes and niggas. Mm. And <laughs> match, we are out. Match.com. Oh. Okay, not all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, 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 oh.